Hello and welcome to The Parent Panel, a podcast where we give parents the platform for 30 minutes. We choose topics that will make you gasp, laugh, or perhaps scratch your head. Today we're talking about lunch boxes, then and now, Beck Judd's birthday extravaganza, sibling fights, and holiday dreams. Well, sometimes you catch yourself just being bossed around. You're going, wait, wait a second. <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm, I'm an adult. <laughs> Neve one day took her nappy off and just rubbed it on the wall. Oh, wow. I kind of feel like parenting is a good antidote to my anal retentiveness. I think you're still in the trenches with your kids. I like the expression trenches. I sometimes call it the vortex. <laughs> the Parent Panel with Siobhan Hunt. Our two experienced and wise parents today are Anita Burgess, decluttering queen, founder of Mizon Plus and mum of two. Hello, Anita. How Hi, are you? how are you? Good, thank you. Good. And comedian and marriage celebrant Chris North, father of three. Welcome. Well, alleged. Alleged? Uh, yeah. I, I'm, Do you think there may be more? I think there's an opportunity to have a look at that. <laughs> I travelled a lot as a kid. Bring it in. <laughs> As a, a scandal before we even start. Sure. I love it. <laughs> Chris North, here to make headlines. <laughs> well, actually, does your wife listen to this podcast? Uh, not not now. No. No, she used to be the number one fan. She used to download this with all of her friends for book club. But now it's it's not even on the list. It's banned. No. It doesn't no, exist. Don't, don't we just listen. lost our iTunes account. I'm like, what, where to go? What happened to Spotify? And if you are an illegitimate child of Chris North, please email, oh. email us at... <laughs> no. I just want to be clear... I'm not being paid for this, so you're not getting any money out of me, right? Just let's, let, don't come He is climate. a marriage celebrant, though. I don't know. Is that a lucrative business? Sure, absolutely. And for the Australian tax office's purposes, I do actually file a, a tax return and I am a legitimate business. Before, Just... before we get into uh, the questions for today, I do have to bring up the conversation we were having before we came on air, and that is the amazing breadth and scope of weddings that you have actually officiated. Yeah. In terms of... And my question here is, you've dressed up for quite a few of them. Do you get paid extra to wear later hosen? Okay. <laughs> so let, let, me, let me put that in context. So I've walked in today and, and Siobhan's going, oh, gee, you're a little bit more dressed up than the last time you were. It's like, what? Did I, was it as if Povo had just come in? Parent, it's Povo parent panel. It's like, we have no money because our kids have just spent it all. It's uh, three. Well, I might sell one just to make up the diff on the car. So I'm just like, oh, I was dressed up. I was like, well, I was maybe in a t-shirt. She goes, do you dress up for your wedding? So as a cel- you look more like a celebrant today. You think and so? I went, well, yeah. And I actually said, well, it's really odd because I've done costume wedding. Uh, so I've done, um, I've done one dressed as <laughs> dressed in lederhosen, and that was in the hunt in a wine winery in the Hunter Valley. I looked like a five foot nine leprechaun. <laughs> that would have been awesome. That uh, been so I've, I've done I've done stuff on the beach, you know, like mm. just yeah, normal kind. Of, I, so I wasn't, well, <laughs> Camilla Caftan, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm just one of the girls. Yes. Um, and, then, uh, and then what was the other one? Please oh, yeah. say Elvis. Uh, no. It, no. It, it's even better. It's even better. I've done medieval. I did that up in the Blue Mountains of New, west of Sydney in New South Wales. And oh, this was my favorite. Uh, it was a pirate wedding. So oh. we had to go up to Queensland and there was a, like a theme park that had a pirate ship on it. And we did the wedding on the pirate ship and everyone was dressed as pirates and and the bride and groom were dressed as pirates, and the best bit, the best up bit, they got, the plank. when they got to their vows, they, they not only walked the plank, ah. but at the end of the ceremony, but they said, so do you take you know, Jenny to be <gasps> no. my lawful wife? And he went, I, I do. Oh, my God. <laughs> was it? 
Were you laughing the whole way through? I couldn't stop. I was like, did you know they were going to say it that way? Oh, obviously, yeah. yeah, But I didn't realize they were going to go through it. I was like, oh (laughs) wow. But going home, do you know they're still married? I, I, I I don't. (laughs) I, I. (laughs) (laughs) Nice one there, Anita. (laughs) That could classify. You, you almost crossed over the border into dad jokes there. Oh, very close. Very clever. That is Chris's job. No, no, I'm paying that. Credit where credit's due. That was a cracking joke. That's true. That's true. All right. Well, let's get moving because the first topic of today uh, is something many parents are tackling once again. We're going to be talking about lunchboxes. Here you go, kids. Special lunches. Have you seen the pizza, donuts, and hamburgers I made Junior for lunch? And I made special low-sugar lunches for everyone. I even packed my own lunch. Six Oreos and a tortilla. School and daycare are back, which means everybody everywhere is groaning about having to pack lunch boxes. Unless you're me and you make your husband do it, so... I'm okay there. (laughs) These days, there are a plethora of actual lunch boxes on the market, including bento-style lunch boxes, so you can pack your nutritious treats in different segments without any wrapping. We all need to do nude lunches now. And there are stacks of cookbooks out there on how you can cook nutritious snacks from scratch. Now, my lunch when I was a kid was, if I was lucky, a peanut butter and honey sandwich and maybe a piece of... A piece of fruit, maybe a roll-up if mum was getting desperate. Um, Anita, how does your school lunches compare today, what you pack your kids? How do they compare to what you had as a kid? It's really funny because when we um, – I was thinking about this, about these little lunch boxes, and I went out actually – couple of weeks ago to buy those lunch boxes for the new year and I just can't get over the the little ones with all the compartments because to be honest with you I pa- I probably put too much food in because I think they're too little how am I going to fit like I can only fit cherry, two cherry tomatoes one strawberry for me it's like I just want two big compartments so I can sh- like put everything in there and I think the big difference is compared to what my school lunch was which again it was Vegemite sandwich it was like uh, one spread on bread, that's yes. what kind of got to, and a piece of fruit and a treat or something like, oh, she cheese stick or like you said. The biggest also, the, the other thing I really found different is that my fruit never got cut up. No. There was a whole apple. Yes. It was a whole banana. It was a whole pear. Now, if I send that whole piece of fruit to school, it's foreign to them. <laughs> they don't know actually how to hold it and bite into oh, yeah. it. <laughs> So I'm kind of like, but if I cut it up, and do you remember that movie Clueless? Oh, yeah, I love that movie. Do you remember she arrived at school with the sushi box Mm. and everyone was like, oh, that's so new age. Yes. Yes. And now I'm like, we're doing it. Yes. These kids are coming to school with these little boxes saying, I'm going to have a little sushi lunch. And then, and if you're, you know, just sending a sandwich, you're obviously the, the, the out of the norm now. Yeah. What are the? Do you have any weird requests that you get, like from the kids? Because this is a bit I don't understand. You've got all that that lunchbox, and yes. it's like, and it's got all the compartments. A don't know what goes in the compartments. So what was the plan? Like, so, since when was primary school degustation a thing? I think and it it's is. Like, oh. I think it is. It's tapas. Yeah, it's tapas. Like, it's like, Absolutely. I need two cherry tomatoes. I need yes. you know, a little bit of a cracker. I wouldn't mind some double brie. Yes. You got any daffinoise yes. in the fridge, Mum? And, like, some, what? Cr- and what? some cranberry paste yeah. or something. What are the they side. putting into those? Because oh, my kids eat they're like small. it's a, they're freight trains. Like they just pile it in and yeah. they and they eat like they eat the fridge and then they go, I'm still hungry. And it's like, so what? what 
What were they designed to do? I think, look, to be honest with you, I think something is about making the lunchbox more attractive to a child. And I mean, I've got friends that are in the nutrition game and pediatric nutritionists and stuff like that. And talking with them, it is about being variety, being colourful. And I guess... Our kids have also become much more picky eaters, which I think is partly our fault because we're spending so much time thinking about it when really, when we were kids, if you didn't eat, you went hungry and that's what mum gave you. And I think we are actually probably overindulging our kids Or you were told about the Ethiopians. Who didn't get that? Yes, yes, (laughs) yes. The guilt. I, that the was guilt. A, that was a message to the 80s, wasn't it? Was, yeah, wasn't think it? of the Ethiopians. Well, <laughs> you know, they happen to be one of the more wealthy countries and we should be thinking about the government, the way they treat their people. But no, <laughs> that's all right. Let's just, let's just subject it to the knowledge we don't know. Oh, that's hilarious. I wonder where that came from. Did, did your parents say Bob that Geldof, to you? Because, yeah. yes, it was a lot of the ads. Don't you remember back that's then? The it. World Vision ads, all that kind of stuff, 40-hour famine. Should we try it on our kids? No. <laughs> I just make them eat it again. I tell them whatever's left in their lunchbox <laughs> if it's not eaten. No, if they can't. After school, yeah. they said to me, we want a snack. And yeah. I thought, I see the stuff still there. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, here you go. It's uh, afternoon it's a- tea a la carte. Oh, it's like- beautiful. <laughs> it's raised a good point, though. I think there's an opportunity for, for schools to have their own kind of version of My Kitchen Rules. You know, it's like... <laughs> that would be awesome. Yeah, where they just go school for school. And you can imagine them sitting around the... Like the lunch yeah, table. Yeah, but we, uh, we all know who's going to be doing the cooking. But it's wait, the mums that yeah. are going to be doing say, our dads. I'd be into that if it was the kids, kids. that had to pack their own. <laughs> yeah, lunch I want to say them stress. No, it, but it's you've and as kids, you're right. So I went to I went to boarding school, and what was interesting about that is that we had some really cool lunches. Like, and it was health. Health. What was that? No. Let's have a hot dog for lunch. Oh, sausage rolls. It was that's what it was like. Wow. But then sometimes you get like a sandwich selection, uh, and whenever we got like a really good hot lunch. And the day boys would go, oh, man, just, uh, you know, like I wouldn't, oh, that's really good. And you'd actually, you'd trade and you'd go and use it as a barter system, like, you know, like cigarettes or more. Did you ever sell your lunch? Sure, all the time. My my husband, his um, mum. Sold lunch. Well, his mum's Italian. So she used to send them to school with these amazing Italian spreads. And I think his brother, who's a little bit more financially savvy than my husband, he's ended up selling his lunch to his Here's acquired admission. My best mate at school, Will Weatherall, who I recently caught up with, and we reminisced yeah. over the very fact that uh, in year, year eleven uh, he made these gun rolls. These the rolls were so gourmet, and it was. <laughs> Off, he would wake up at 5am. Off the chart. Prepping. Right? And he'd be in these amazing roles. I'd help him with his maths homework. And and then so that was that was the payoff. And like it was there it is. And I got that. And I was Barter. like, yes. And it was the win. But here's, mm. I, but I'm so confused by this concept because you look at what all of these, these foods that are coming in and these kids, well, I just give kids sandwiches, uh, crunch and sip or snatch, scratch uh, and sniff or whatever it is. Like, scratch and uh, sniff. You know, uh, <laughs> It's like, like cucumbers and tomato or something like that. And then there are these kids that walk into school with this like whole grain hand-folded, um, you know, organic, non, um, non-mogulated, <laughs> something spelt, uh, uh, gluten-free spelt bread. Um, and it's got some like Vegemite reduction foam on it. And it's like, this isn't MasterChef. It's a kid's lunchbox that's going to smell like moldy cheese at the end of the day anyway. I yeah? just want to check that you've never actually sent your kids to school with an actual scratch and sniff instead of lunch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pineapple, smells like smells it. Smells like it. <laughs> <laughs> you get full on the fumes. Tackling obesity right at the beginning. One sticker at a time. Yeah, one sticker at a time. <laughs> oh, brilliant. I, who knew there was so much to talk about with lunch? Look, let's move on because the next topic, very controversial. Beck Judd and her five-year-old's birthday party. What's all the hoo-ha about? 
Whenever you entertain, you put way too much effort into it and drive yourself crazy. Oh, Dad, this is the best birthday I've ever had. Well, this birthday party isn't about you. No good ever comes from spoiling a child like that. Don't you judge me! Everyone is talking about the party Rebecca Judd threw for her daughter's fifth birthday party. The images were posted on Instagram after a weekend, um, you know, party with all the kids. It was an LOL themed party. So if you're, you don't have girls of this particular age, is mainly girls that love it. It's a surprise doll that comes in a plastic um, ball. ball. Plastic ball, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> and Anita knows what I'm talking about. Uh, so the actual party itself, there was a beautifully themed cake with little figurines on the top. There were lots of LOL dolls in a basket and there were big um, helium balloons, all that sort of stuff. And like those party spreads often are, all very coordinated, looking amazing. People leapt online to tell her that she was spoiling her daughter and that it was way too extravagant for a five-year-old. Chris, do you agree that the party was too much or are the naysayers party poopers. Can I just get some clarification on this? So yes. when I when I saw the brief today, I was thinking, yes. uh, what's a lol party, right? Uh-huh. And th- that turns out to be a character. That's yes. an actual thing. Did you yes. think it was just people laughing? Yeah, it was laughing. like, a, like a, we're gonna. It's like we have a couple of comedians, and you know, yes. Dad's gonna dress up as yeah you know, the superhero, and oh, where's Dad? Did you really Ooh, not know a, lols were yeah. dolls? No. Okay. <laughs> It sounds like a piñata, though. Is that is that is just that? Is well, that... it's you you. It's one that like it's like those unboxing um, things. So the Do you whole like a idea kind of surprise on kind of... steroids. Yes, basically, completely. it's piñata. It's a I'm, ju- I'm just saying. I'm yes. calling it's... it. <laughs> yeah. So, I suppose so so this this woman has had this party and it's just gone all out and just yes. you know, covered the place with with. Um... Did you see the pictures? Yeah, yeah. I have actually yes. seen the pictures. So I've a, a yes. little bit, uh, offensive, like in the way that you just go. That's just that's awful. But. Uh, <laughs> Firstly, I, I don't know if I if I could criticise her, but I know that um, there are friends of ours who have like party competitions, and it's not spoken about, but it is actually a highly competitive industry. One particular friend of a friend, just it, this makes me really sick. For the first birthday party of the daughter, they had this princess party, which was in a school hall, like a a community hall that mm-hmm. they'd hired on a Saturday morning. First birthday party, right? Remember this. It's first got a, child. First child. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. I'm already it's, getting getting more clarity already. <laughs> the second child just got a Christmas card yeah, with exactly. a scratch and sniff in it. It's That's happy right. Birthday. That's right. <laughs> Crossed out the Christmas bit. No, and they, they um there was a jumping castle. There was a like one of those lolly stations which went like the whole length of the hall. It had cupcakes and wands and um, crystal things and smarties. I really want to go to this party. Yeah, and then it had like <laughs> fake clouds hanging off the top and then these the big cake that was like a princess cake as a like a uh, like a Disneyland style castle and I'm there going she's one. Like she th- I have a very important question for you. Yeah. Did the parents also dress up? Were they like zhuzhed up? Were and they were they drinking? Was there alcohol <laughs> at that party? No, they'd want to be. <laughs> <they? laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> I think it takes it to the next level when yeah. the parents match their children. But anyway. Yes. Yeah, the kid, the kid, there, are, there are one and two-year-old kids with Midoris running around going, <laughs> have another drink. No, don't you love the one-year-old parties where the parents are drinking? But it's all about the kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Well, that's it. And it, why, why go, why go to that effort? It, and we all know clearly that children have a, an attention span of, span of so much. At that age, you know. And I kind of look at like my youngest is is ten now. Just have to think about that. <laughs> um, he's ten, and I go, oh no, 
Shiver Snow. He's 11. Sorry. Yep, that's it. He, he's 11 now. Uh, oh, God, I hope he doesn't hear that. Um, uh, he's 11 and I uh, like I know that he still gets a bit tired at the end of the day. And so I, we're thinking of like doing a family holiday and going overseas and yeah. you're going to go, oh, but by the, he gets to about three or four o'clock and he's exhausted. He's a big day. What if we do that? And he falls asleep and he ruins the holiday. And it's the same thing with the party. The kid only can handle so much attention and, and stimulus because all of that effort for the child you know, getting up and crying and getting upset and they've wound them right up and it just, it does nothing. It's a, you're better off just sitting there with a book. I really. want to know if Anita feels the same because she can see me. I'm like, <laughs> okay, so my daughter's turning five in yeah. like three weeks. Yeah. I'm so excited because I'm going to get her ears pierced and I'm having a princess tea party. <laughs> Yeah, but are you hiring out a school hall and you're no, and you know jumping what? castles? But the and... whole thing is, is with Beck Judd, actually, I actually looked at the location because I think there's nothing wrong with what she did. I think she was creative. She wasn't overindulgent at all. And actually, I was the same thing. I'm going to do fairy bread and skewers and I'm going to get them to decorate cupcakes and I'm going to have little stations with her. We're doing it at home. So I think overindulgent is taking the whole class to Luna Park at that age maybe, but having something in your home where the child is doing something that they love, which this little girl loves her LOLs, I didn't see any anything overindulgent. I thought Beck Judd was being absolutely creative with it all. It looked stunning. Her door, the, the table was, looked like it for a table for 10 little girls sitting down eating fairy bread. And I think the people who commented were party poopers. And I think people get much, I thought she was really, I thought it was awesome and very, very cute. And it's about the daughter. So I well, think that's, you know, it was about the daughter. It wasn't about the daughter. I think it was. It was, it was. her. And it was Beck going, you know, look what money I've got. Look what I can do. I don't think look it at, would cost her that much. Then why would she put it on her Instagram the feed? See, this is but the I, thing. Why, why then go out to the public and say, I demand your approval for, for something that's about my daughter, then they've, that's totally ego-focused. Whether you put I, it on I, Instagram I. is a different topic. Yeah. So her, her, she is Instagrammable. That's what she does. She is part but of social media. that's why we're upset so, about it because she's made it she's made it. I don't a, know. I think a lot thing. of people, and when she wrote back saying, um, you know, I used Kmart accessories, I think that appeals to a lot of mums. That's what you kind of do. You try to be... I'm savvy with your money and be creative and make it beautiful. And you know what? If you, I mean, my thing is obviously throw out the stuff after or pass it on to the next person who can reuse the decorations and the LOLs or whatever. But I actually thought it was, and it looked like, I'm sure those girls had a beautiful time. I just don't think, and and her putting it on Instagram saying it's my daughter's birthday. Mm. It is a fine line between mums of how much you want to post with your kids. Like even I posted my first, the first day of school and I said to myself, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't. I couldn't help it because I was so proud of her and I just wanted to shout it to the world and she gave me the biggest kiss in the morning. So Beck's um opinion, like Beck's reason for putting it on Instagram might have been just she was just so happy and she saw her daughter having the best time and her kid and the, everyone at the party had so much fun. She wanted to share it. So I think that's something we will never know, but I can't judge someone on ha- on what they do for their kids party as long as it's about the kid. I've seen parties where it's about the adults. Mm. And they you they've used that like they have a I don't know if you watch Beverly Hill the real Housewives of Beverly Hills I wish years I ago did. <laughs> La, years ago they did an Alice in Wonderland theme uh-huh. right the little girl had a pony she had a gorilla she had I don't know all this stuff happening but then she invited twenty friends for a sit down lunch with cater- caterers and you knew it was more about the adults 
than the kid, and you felt it. Whereas with this, I thought it was totally about her daughter. So you, that's that's a really interesting comment because that that asks that there's some sort of line that you can cross and say, oh well, if you if if you provide all of these things, then it's all about the kid. Which I I actually don't think there's any reasonable decision making made by you know, any child that can say, I I want I want to have a party, but that goes oh, lolly stations. Um, but it wasn't all, extravagant. All I don't think she went overboard. I saw paper plates. I saw plate of fairy bread. I didn't feel like there was buffets of, do you know Perhaps what I mean? What the, I mean, I think what the question is for parents yeah. generally is um, when does it become a competition and when does it become something that your children are aware of? When they put it on social media. That it, if you're if, if if you place it, I don't know because because it and I'll, I'll put the question yeah. out here. And this is yeah. kind of away from the topic, but if you're putting something on social media, you're putting it on for validation. That is the first thing. The reason why psychological studies have shown that if you're putting things on social media, the first reaction is validation. So you want people to either like it or be or approve it or share it. And you'll go back to the post each time and go, oh, how many people like, oh, not many people. Oh, look, everyone's liked. Oh, look, people have shared it. And so you keep on reinforcing that validation. And that applies to anything. So it doesn't matter whether you're putting your kid's birthday up, your first day at school, um, a graduation photo, or the death of a family member. They're all seeking validation. They all have exactly the same I think Anita disagrees. Yeah, I I mean, look, I don't know if there's a whole other topic for a whole other show. (laughs) Um, But I actually do think the difference is is when you make it about the... yourself and not the children. So it's it's okay with whatever you're doing. If it really is about your child, this is what they want to do. You know, I've got two birthdays coming up in March, so I'm right in the thick of it right now. Me too. And I spoke to my both my kids and I said, you know, what do you, I mean, like we just got to, I, I took my kids, luckily enough, very grateful we went on a cruise, which we'll get into the holiday thing. My daughter said, I want to take my friends on a cruise. She's five. <laughs> Right. Okay. That's so we said, bad. can you send her off? Yeah. Like, with so the kids yeah. and then you just stay. When home? you're 18, we'll yeah. talk. But that's like you know that's unrealistic. And so, that would. But you know, for her. And then I said to her, let's do princess tea or whatever. And she loved it. So I think if it's about the kids, and you're you know you've got a budget in mind, set yourself a budget. I think it's okay. And if that's the case, then it, there's the challenge to parents out there who do think it's the, the thing to take photos and share it and look, look at this wonderful party that I created, that my child wanted. Enjoyed. Right. Yeah, but, but I created it, right? But, Enjoyed. But take, but take the boys, right? Boys will uh, will want to do things like bowling, um, you know, laser tag, uh, beats, those types of things which are kind of high active, not very pretty things that you put on. And you don't see a lot of people uh, getting on Instagram feeds or celebrities taking a photo outside the 10-pin bowling alley going, took my kids to their, you know, their sixth birthday party at the bowling alley. That was pretty ace because it doesn't have the same... Kind of romantic I think we're going to have to bring up the. So I, th- I can just see. I'm going to bring you back for a whole other conversation about Probably. social media. Should have made that a topic, but we'll move on because we will stay here all day. Otherwise, um, <laughs> fighting kids. This is our next topic. If you've got more, that's what than- we're doing now. We're siblings. <laughs> like, like, no, I want this. No, I'm I sorry. This. this is way more intelligent. I want the microphone. The fighting that my kids do. Because <laughs> if you've got more than one, you know, kids will fight about the darndest things. Let's have a chat about that. Now, what is this fighting all about? That's the strangest thing I've ever seen. My children have fought over, and this is just in one morning, who gets their hairbrush first. If one points a seatbelt at the other, they've literally had a fight about that, or whether a colour is red or orange. 
I know I'm not alone in this because we've chatted about it in the office. The strangest things our kids fight about. Anita, do any come to mind for you with your kids? So the strangest thing right now, and they've, you know, usually it's just one other thing. Like, you know, he wanted this, she wanted this. Like it's a disagreement of activity, you know. And it's obviously if you say who wants to go to the beach, one will say I do. The other one will automatically say no. It's like it just happens that way. But then I found lately, it's quite funny, when they're watching Netflix or watching TV, if one of them needs to go to the toilet, the, they want the other one to pause it. And then the other one will leave and then on purpose they'll play it and then you'll, the other one hears it from the bathroom and starts saying, you're not pressing pause. And then it becomes this whole out World War Two. So I actually think I'm just going to throw the TV out the window. Um, but, yeah, but it's not – they're pretty good. So it's a boy and a girl I have and I found them much more tame than my sister and I were as young kids because we got very physical. <laughs> I remember, like, there were, like, things thrown. There was throwing down the stairs. But, and the funniest thing girls fight about is a bit different to a boy and a girl kind of, you know, uh, banter or whatever. And I remember we used to fight about mostly when we'd make up dances. We'd make, you know, you'd you'd get out the old, on a Saturday afternoon, make a dance up. And... I, and I got, we got very lyrical, so you'd always try and make the moves like the words. That is so advanced. It's so yeah. true. I remember doing like, I had the time of my life. So I was just like <laughs> reminiscing now, you know, the, from Dirty Dancing. And um, I'd love to and, see And that. I just always, and because I was the, on the older one, one yeah. Who, who so I was always the there? older one, so I'd be like, I'd always give her the the shitty positions in the dance thing, like, stand behind me. Yeah. I'm going to, you know. Yeah. And I remember that's when we never actually got to finish and perform because we'd end up fighting and it'd be like, I'm out of show business. I'm leaving this pro show. We're not doing it together. And that's how I remember us fighting a lot and then the, the punches and the physical. Oh, I love that it got like that. See, boys. It's so it was very chorus line, actually. It was very <laughs> <laughs> just, it was very. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so dear. one of the I, I, my two boys, they, they don't really all they don't all fight. They're quite quite interesting in their relationship, but um, they have uh, method to their madness. So they'll always like oh, they'll dib something first, like oh, I bags first shower. Oh, they have a they do have a, an interesting way of managing who gets the front seat of the car. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it is I've on, banned front seat. It just doesn't happen. That, well, it, well, this works per it's journey. There are no arguments. Well, tell us. I want to know well, what it is. Well, Did they, they work this out? They worked it out. Okay. So they went. So that you get the front seat, and then it d- doesn't matter whether the trip is just down to the shops or it's you know up the coast for eight hours. Get the front seat, and then if it's just down to the shops and it's everyone out, it's everyone out, and then you swap around seats. <laughs> they've, they've they've negotiated. So they do it they just, it's always taken in turns, and I'm like going, "This is really odd." It's like, oh, because like they really never good. fight, never fight about it. Well, because they put in a program. So actually, you didn't actually have to parent that I didn't have to parent that situation. (laughs) But the boys who are 11 and 13, my 13-year-old is like a puppy at the moment. Hmm. He just wants to like jump on things and he's he's always kind of rumbling and and, uh, 
parents who have similar aged boys are experiencing this where the boys like to, they'd like to rough it up. They like to get a bit of um, energy out and they'd like to have a bit of a, a rough and tumble. They go down to the beach and they tackle each other in the surf and that's what they do. But the fighting that happens is this play fighting and it goes on for maybe, you know, 20 or 30 minutes and it's all, it's all the time. Is it, does it turn into real fighting? Well, this is the bit. Yeah. And it's like eventually <laughs> the youngest one gets just, is, just gets fed up with it. And you hear this, Rupert, get off me. And it's like, well, why don't you walk away? But I'm trying to walk away. But, no, but you're not. You're standing, standing there. there and you're waiting for him to jump on you. And all you have to do is walk away from him. Oh, but I can't walk away because he won't let No, no, no. Not he won't let you. And so the, the real fighting actually turns out when the, the play fighting gets a little bit rough. Is it a problem that my children already do this and they're six and four? What, I've, the play fighting? Yeah. Like, I thought you were going to say they're like 26 and 24. Yeah. No, 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 like, no. Here we they, go. Ab, they actually do that. They yeah. start That's great. Yeah. And fighting. But it, as soon as it starts, I'm like, I hate to sound like a parent everywhere in the like world. Like your mum or your dad? Yes, but this is going to end in tears. <laughs> I, like, Let them discover the, that. And well, when they I discover do, that, they'll then, go, oh, well. But then I have to yeah, deal with the we, tears. Yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, God, we could see this happening 10 minutes ago. Yeah. Why didn't we stop it? Go to the fridge, exactly. crack open a bottle of rosé, sit there and just, it's like being at the boxing match. Just sit there and watch. Can't press pause on this and go to the toilet and wait, what? Where's the rest of the action? <laughs> I've just missed that really important Teen Titans part. Can you just pull their hair again? Can you just say it? Oh, our children will hope that they got. Look, our final topic is up next. Um, we're still looking over our shoulder as the summer holidays disappear over the hill. So let's look ahead to the best family holidays to go on. The whole idea of a family vacation is to spend time together as a family. The family vacation is a 24-hour-a-day babysitting job. It's true. We have only just said farewell to the summer holidays, but I actually think that's the best time to start thinking about the year ahead. Chris, what has been your best ever family holiday and why was it so good? One by myself. <laughs> three weeks somewhere. Family holiday. <laughs> oh, fa- oh. oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, have family. Family holiday. With the children. Oh. So, well, we do, we do have a thing that we do every year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, for many years, we've gone to a place called, a little town called Woolgulga, which is <gasps> up on the north Woolgulga. coast. Yeah, so it's up past uh, Coffs Harbour. Writing it down. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's a little village. Uh, it's not developed at all. It has a small surf lifesaving club. There's a caravan park on the beach. The caravan park is so popular that when you leave the caravan park, you have to book and pay as you go. Otherwise, you miss your spot. For the following for year. For the following year. <gasps> right, it wow. is packed. So we get a little cabin on the beach and you open the door and you literally roll out. Oh. Onto the beach, oh, I love and that. that's what we do. That is our. That's the holiday. Um, How long have you been doing this for? Oh, well, we were doing it. Uh, Elaine and I were doing it before we were married. Oh wow! So we used to go up there. And camp. No, what, there's no hope for anyone else. By the way, if you're yeah, listening, yeah, yeah, this is yeah. not an option for you. Is, well, Chris has been yeah. doing it for fully decades. booked. <laughs> do not take his spot. He's booked for ten more years. <laughs> oh, we heard it on Kindle. Oh, you're out. Um, so there's. So what? Um, uh, yeah, so what we do is we, we get up there and we pack the car. So now it's kind of it, the the journey obviously doesn't take as long. It's only like six hours as a drive. It's really easy to get to. The kids are old enough to read and do keep themselves occupied in the car. And we get up there and it's boogie boards, books, no tech, 
Uh, there's a TV in the cabin. We actually we don't even touch, don't even turn it on. Um, but it's 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 all it's books and boogie boards, and and it's relaxed. We don't cook. It's like we go to the pub. There's a like there's a cheap pub there. It's got cool kids meals for you know, next to nothing. And just and you just you just oh, stop. I wish it wasn't so booked up. I want to go there now. So it's a full. That's <laughs> that's the detox. And you mm. kind of go. This is what. And then in the morning, go for a swim. During lunchtime, you kind of chill out, maybe have a rest and read your book. And then in the afternoon, go back for a swim. And that's it. I'm so jealous. And I'm actually right really now. cool with that. And do you know what? We do that for seven to nine days every year, and kids love it. Now I'm gonna they I'm gonna call if if this caravan it. park actually hears this, can you <coughs> just yeah. know that Chris Discount. Chris is getting his kids are getting older. He's probably yeah. gonna stop soon. If you if you want someone to take his place. And it's strange you say that because I actually think that in January we went up there and we realised mm. this is probably the last time we'll do this because the they're too big for the, the little bunk beds and they, they've, they've had, that's it. They've reached that point. really emotional about yeah. this that's holiday. Really yeah. And that's, that's really, really nice. And mm. it does, it's not complicated. It doesn't require, um, you know, any thinking, any thinking. Just it's just the car, a couple of t-shirts. There's a laundry there if you need some washing done and you put it done. That's Perfect. It. That's it. All right. I'm a bit sad that you felt like that was the last one, but an opening for the rest of us. Yeah. In New South, in New South Wales. I've already booked it. So- <laughs> <laughs> Anita, what about you? What was your best one? Uh, actually, it was this one. This was definitely my best holiday. And I think it was because um, me and my, my boyfriend, my partner and his kids and my kids, so we're a bit of the modern family now, that we took two holidays where I got to go with him and his children away and got to meet his family overseas. And so I got to spend amazing time with his children. You know how you say when you, you know, get together with somebody, I mean, we've been together for now a couple of years, but when you get together with somebody, you get to know more about them when you travel together. So for me, this was the experience with the children. So it's all very well. They come and we do overnights or weekends, but when we travel together, we really got to bond much closer. Um, I'm getting emotional. It was really nice. And then when we came back, um, Ryan and I, my partner, we went away with my kids alone. So he also got to build up this amazing relationship with my kids where it was um, just out of the routine of school activities, homework, whatever and it may managing be. managing both families too, must Correct. Be. So we really got to, and it was with separate kids. So you'd think it's all about like having it everyone together, but because we have all these different dynamics within our family, having, um, being able to spend quality time doing this and exploring things that we've never seen before. And it was just fantastic. And it was actually also the first time I left Sydney since I've had kids, I was really kind of like, let's just stay and enjoy. Get out of Sydney. <laughs> it was the best thing I ever did. Yeah. Well, I think the interesting, I think what's really interesting about that is for blended families. Like I've never heard about taking holidays like that as in with their kids and then with your kids. That sounds like a really fabulous idea. It was really good. And, obvi- and, and we were saying like next time we'll do it all together, but it was really great experience for the kids, especially, and when you see the way that they got to thrive and it was, and you know how it is competing with kids, and but also just for us to get to know each other on a different level and have different experiences with each one, it was the most special, special holiday. And I'm just so looking forward to it, whereas um, doing something, you know, it will be in a year's time because obviously now we're back in the swing of things <laughs> yes. um but absolutely clock like that no like you said the actual um no technology amazing 
amazing. That was just worked. I mean, I bought a book, didn't read it, to be honest with you. But you get in this headspace of getting, when you leave Sydney and the holiday starts and you're with, you actually was amazing, the lack of phone use. And I think that, that actually switching off and switching that brain to a different, you know, different like um, routine was breathtaking for everyone. Oh, that's fabulous. Well, that was our last question on the parent panel today. Chris, Anita, what I'd like to ask though is if people want to find out more about you, if perhaps you put your opinions anywhere online, where can they find you? Chris, do you have a website or anything? Or if they want, if they want, they're thinking about getting married or Send them your maybe phone a number. renewal. Maybe they want to renew, renew their vows, but they want a pirate theme now. Well, maybe they want to claim parenthood or something. It's like, <laughs> I'm the child that you're talking about that you never had. True. That's, That's yes. really True. what Thank you're you trying to do. Thank you for bringing that back, <laughs> that, that, the yeah. scandal back. Thanks, yes. yeah. Let's, let's, Where the can sc- they find you? <laughs> the scandal started, uh, chrisnorth.com.au. So that kind of, yeah. I'd, Fabulous. I'd just look after, uh, it's, 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 it's interesting because I, I love the idea of that you can um, that people kind of go and search the world and they find you. And I, I don't kind of live on the net, right? I'm not massive. No, but, but you it's, do pirate people, weddings, Chris. People, people want to find, find you. there. And then, but the, I will one day put a picture of that pirate wedding. In fact, I'm just waiting. I today, to, I Instagram, didn't, didn't t- <laughs> hashtag pirate. Didn't tell you this. Didn't tell you this. Might be doing a Star Wars wedding. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. I just totally. Do you think he'll post it on Instagram? No, <laughs> no, he doesn't have an Instagram account. Hoping that I'm just going to be dressed as Darth Vader and I get to say I am your father. <laughs> <laughs> Can I put in a request though? If sure. you're going to put photos online, I want the one in the lederhosen. Oh, yeah. easy. That, Don't you think that I can do? <laughs> <laughs> Anita, where can everyone find you? Uh, Mizonplus.com.au or on Instagram. Yes. Me's on Plus by Anita Burgess. You'll find me. I post stuff. I'm on, I'm on, I'm on Instagram as well. Chris North Celebrant. Yeah. There you go. So that's, <gasps> that's, that photo has got to be on your Instagram account, hasn't it? Uh, no, no, yeah, no, no, I'm no. going to talk to Chris straight after this. I keep it. Lo- I'm going to follow him and, and stalk him and <laughs> I say, I keep put it, it loving and, and, and kind of that girl friendly, you know, oh, we're going to have L O and V E on the table and all the, <laughs> I've got all of that little silver pretty Dude. stuff and it's all brighty. You're going to love my stuff, Chris. You're going to love, yeah, love it. I can see bright. something happening. In fact, here. To, just, to, just to annoy Annette, what I've got is just photos. Of clutter, like like <laughs> uh, my whole. I've just what I've done is I've just taken a photo of like this hoarding paradise. She does that. You know that. <laughs> I know. I, I, that's I get, her dream. That's, I get off. On, I get off on that. She does. Get oh off my god. On now, clutter. Now I'm clutter definitely tube. shutting you down. Now, thank you both for coming in. Thank you. I'm Siobhan Hunt. You can find me online at Siobhan Hunt. That's all for this episode of the Parent Panel. See you next time. You've been listening to the Parent Panel, a babyology podcast, hosted and written by Siobhan Hunt. Produced and edited by Elise Cooper. For more information on the show, or maybe you want to do a deep dive onto previous episodes, you can find out all you need to know on our website. Head to babyology.com.au slash parent panel. See you next time.